0: Panda 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 Panda
1: Listen Hey I got bronze in Twist the Rock, take a family Credit cards in the scammers, and no licks in the band Dragon Six Bandle Wait and
0: see Look at the band up. Coming to you live
1: from the studios in Mount Prospect. Mark Button and Chris LaPorta in the Breakfast Balls Podcast. Nailed it!
2: We had the chance to talk with Josh uh, of Dirty Bird Golf, CEO, founder, president, El Presidente.
1: Millionaire, billionaire grandson to Joyce
2: Josh at Dirty Bird Golf on Instagram you can find him there um Josh also gave us this cool idea that you know part of his creative juices man that we're gonna start doing um intro songs for all of our guests now
1: what
2: so Josh thank you
1: and for those that came before us yeah sorry and we're gonna do for you what holy moly couldn't do for you
0: I can't I actually I can tell you I did season two of holy moly and they yeah. said what's like your theme song what do you want to walk out to so I told them house of pain right pack it up pack it in I came to win and uh yeah they didn't do it so <laughs> if you guys, oh, do it, be, you guys do it you guys do it I'll be well I don't know no. I mean they it was uh it was an interesting experience dude I, I'm uh I can't go too much into it. Otherwise I got ABC attorneys up my ass, but for the most part it was, it was cause it hasn't aired yet. It, it airs May 21st and, okay, uh, okay. Yeah. What, um, what happened to me, it left, a left a pretty good mark on, on Holy Moly. So I'm, uh, I'm pretty, really? I'm pretty pumped. Yeah, it is. Wow. So, you can my... have
1: us living in suspense here for the next month.
0: Well, and I'm episode 12, so you guys going to have to watch for a long time oh. before my episode. But uh, yeah, did I had a couple buddies that won it last year with Jimmy Tropicana and Colin McCarthy. And, you know, I kind of got a little bit of feeders from them and all that stuff. Yeah. But That's I right. Colin, Colin did win it
2: last year, didn't
0: he? Colin and Jimmy both won their episode oh. last year. The format's a little bit different um this year it's kind of more like a ncaa like bracket system kind of a thing from what i gather but dude they it's they are brilliant about leaving you in complete darkness about what's going on it's like hey show up at two thirty for hair makeup and wardrobe and you can sit at three o'clock the next morning and you still haven't done shit like you have no idea what's going on <laughs> i'm not kidding like uh, and uh, to be honest like If I could do it again, I'd be a little bit more prepared for it. But for the most part, it was like, they're like, hey, go stand over here to get mic'd up. "Mm, Nah, don't stand over there. Stand over here and get mic'd up. And you're like, dude, just tell me, just put the microphone on me. You know, so I've been playing miniature golf with my grandma since I was like four years old. And so I kind of did it for my grandma. She's 92 years old. She's a freaking legend
2: awesome
0: for her 90th birthday she wanted to go skydiving with all her grandkids so we all chickened Come out on. and we just cheered her on so
2: <laughs> no, no way. way yeah that's Come awesome on. that's awesome and she did it
0: she did it with my parents yeah i, I i've never felt you know i've never felt so disappointed in myself but <laughs> I, had a, I had a really good heart to heart with my kids and my wife they're like you know do you guys want me died, They're like, hell no. And I said, okay, deal. To grandma, sorry, I can't go. My kids don't want me to go. So it's kind of an easy way to easy scapegoat. Yeah,
2: huh? yeah for sure. So, uh, that's all good. awesome. Well, hell yeah. How good many, to meet you guys. How many kids do you have?
0: I have three, man. And uh, mm-hmm. my Perfect. oldest is 14. Her name is Ryan. Caleb is uh, 12. And Lucy is 11. And right, so man. I've been... Yeah, been with my wife. Um, we actually met in college. I was on the men's soccer team. She was on the women's team. And I grew up playing soccer. Played in Germany. Played over in. Uh, played pro in Arizona. Played junior college, in Arizona. Then got transferred to play at California Baptist University in Riverside. I had already blown out a knee, so I just was like, whoever's going to pay me the most to go to school, let's do it. I got dropped off on a Friday. I had no idea tuition. Had no dorm room. I didn't have anything. (laughs) Partied. And I was pumped. It's the first time that I ever, you know, lived away from mom and dad's house, right? Because I was 19 years old, you know, not living with mom and dad. I was ready to party, learn how to surf, hang out with some beach girls. Got my partying in Friday, Saturday, Sunday, went to the coach's house for the men's and women's team annual dinner where you kind of get to know everybody before two a day starts the next day. No shit. Dropped off on Friday. Met my wife Sunday night. Oh, shit. She walked in to the coach's, you know, the coach's backyard where we were going to have dinner. And uh, she walked in and I said, oh shit. And I made her chase me for two weeks. We've been together ever since. That was in 99. <laughs> I graduated in 03. Oh, awesome. Married in 04. First kid in 05. So.
1: That's a great story, man. You know. Wasted no time zero
0: we didn't dude and then we had babies back to back to back <laughs> yeah yeah oh
2: yeah, so. uh, cool man so how'd you get so how'd you where would you get into golf
0: um all my family does is golf that's all i mean my mom's played her mom's played her mom played so it just it's it's what the, we always do together um
1: what about Grandma? Grandma's ninety-two. She's still playing. Grandma
0: is a club champion. She's a she's a legend, dude. Anything anything my grandma does, her Joyce. Anything my grandma does, she's a freaking stud at. Um, but her husband, my grandfather Jim, was probably the most influential person in my life. My grandfather started back in the freaking forties painting curbs as a sixteen-year-old kid for Conoco Oil gas Never stations. Heard of them. Okay. Right? He went off to war, came back, got his old job back, painting curbs, um, and then worked his way up until, into corporate Conoco oil. So he went, from, he went from you know painting curbs to 10, 15 years later, running four or five gas stations as a regional manager and then up into the corporate world. And so... Uh, He taught me like how to. He taught me how to play golf, but through golf, he also taught you know with golf, he also taught me how to act, respect, honesty, treat people, treat women, like all of that kind of stuff. So um, my dad, I play golf with him. I talk to him every day. My best friend, but my grandfather through golf molded me into kind of what I am. He had a really cool quote, which is. He's like, you, you know, you have an idea, go freaking act on it, right? He's like, too many people walk around with ideas banging around in their head. He told me that when I was 10 years old. And for some reason, I always wanted to design T-shirts to kind of have a clothing brand. I was always into fashion and all that kind of stuff. And so when I kind of put that idea in what we call him, Booga, that's, that's his nickname is Booga Booga. So I'm like, whenever Booga, you know, he told me that <laughs> it stuck with me and then I put golf and all the dumb shit that our golfers say to each other on a, you know, anytime you play <laughs> and all that, I put it together and I'm like, dude, let's just put this on t-shirts. And so, you know, I, I, I came up with Shigan, you know, everybody, when somebody, when your buddy parks a ball, OB, you're like, you're like, Shigan, I put that on a t-shirt sipping on gin and juice, you know, it turned into sipping on pin and juice just because everything's influenced with like music and all that stuff. But golf has always been a part of, my family, my kids play. My fourteen year old Ryan. She's gonna be on the golf team, freshman year of high school, basically on awesome. by default because she they're they're graduating a few girls and so she's gonna step on and play varsity. But it's just it's golf has always been been a part of been a part of my life since a very young age. And uh I'm giving that to my kids and it's just you know now I'm building a little little golf brand around it and it's just it's a freaking ball. It's a great creative outlet, yeah. so.
2: When did you start Dirty Birds on?
0: I um I started Dirty Bird Golf in April 2017. And I know it's April 2017 okay. because I started working on 12 designs and I thought I needed to hire this t-shirt vendor, right? Somebody that could buy the t-shirts for me. I give you my designs, produce them, you know, in in a one T-shirt, um, and I kind of toyed with that a little bit, right? So I I I, I call them marketing pieces. So I I made twelve marketing pieces. I take my dipshit buddies that are not photogenic, which was a challenge, right? I got my Asian buddy Chris Rim, he's like mid forties. I got my buddy Adam Brown. Like, you get anything around? You get a camera around that dude, he turns into a statue. And then my buddy, Tyler <laughs> Kelly, I'm playing with tomorrow. If you go to my Instagram and my website, he's the tall, flat-out white boy with blonde yeah. eyelashes, freaking red, red eyebrows, like just total not somebody that I need to be the face of Dirty Bird. And uh, <laughs> I, threw all the, I threw all these guys in my T-shirts. Right, I was so embarrassed that the, the round that we, I planned – I'm like, I I didn't even bring the box of T-shirts because I was kind of embarrassed to be like, hey, throw these on. Let me take pictures of you. And so when we, I kind of like drifted a little bit through the the front nine, just kind of like, hey, I got these shirts. You guys want to, you know, they're like, yeah, go get get the T-shirts. So at the turn, we went back to my car and I grabbed this giant box of these ugly screen printed T-shirts that I had made from the dude that I thought was kind of like my vendor, my partner. Somebody's going to kind of look after me. So if you go through my pictures at the very beginning, they're freaking terrible. Oh my God, they're so bad. <laughs> so the throwback Thursdays, I always kind of reserve that post on Instagram and social media for those twelve designs that were my first ones. They were oh my they were terrible. But I I kind of resurfaced <laughs> them a little bit. But uh um yeah, I started, it, I started Dirty Bird in April 2017, and, 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 and the guy that was my, my T-shirt vendor, he's like, let's do a bulk order, and I'm like, deal, let's do a bulk order, all set up, you know, my LLC, I'll set up, like, everything to kind of protect myself, did all this, you know, this uh, infrastructure work to make sure that I could pop everything, and I was, my plan was to release everything during Masters, right, and so, in 2017, and I thought, what better way for somebody to watch the Masters than to realize Dirty Bird Golf is live and they're going to spend their hard-earned money on a bunch of stupid, ugly t-shirts that I thought at the time was badass. <laughs> now that I look back at it, I'm like, oh my God, it's so bad. But this dude, this dude was my vendor and uh, he delayed production. He said, hey, you're going to have the highest quality t-shirts Give me, you know, a thousand bucks. So I give him a thousand bucks. I gave him like eight to ten designs, and he was going to order five smalls, eight mediums, twelve. Like had this this algorithm of here's what the market wants, far as size goes. So you minimize your inventory, and all this bullshit. And I'm like, fine, just do it. Here's a thousand bucks. It got delayed. I missed the masters. Still, website went live and. You know, it's, it's kind of evolved. I've learned a ton about how to market products, how to, um, you know, how, how to come up with good designs that are easy to produce that the market likes and all that stuff. And, and how to take a trend that's going on right now and saying that's probably not my style and passing on it as opposed to jumping, jumping on board. Right? The best quote that I heard was Mark Cuban where he's like first there's innovators, second there's imitators, and then there's idiots, right? And so you have <laughs> the people that come up with the ideas, they make the money. Imitators make yeah. a little bit of the money. If you're the third spot, to, you're the third company to come out with kind of the same concept, you're an idiot because it's already been done, right? So I'm trying to come yeah. up with with shit that nobody's ever seen, that's heavily influenced yeah. in Gangster rap, skate culture, surf culture. (laughs) One of my wife and I's favorite bands is Johnny Swim. It's a husband and a wife. They're from Glendale, California. We've seen seven of their concerts. Every Tuesday on their Instagram, they go live and they bring somebody on live with them. And that it's just a complete random. They have a thousand people online or on their Instagram live. They click on it, they bring that person on, and they're like, hey, tell us about yourself, where you're from. Do you have a husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, what's your deal? And they write a love song based on what that person tells them, right? They do a melody, a tune, like just, it's, it's incredible to watch, right? Oh, that's cool, They call man. it Songs with Strangers. Yeah. I have no shame in saying, I'm going to do the same thing, but I'm going to call it Shirts with Strangers. I'm going to go live <laughs> time, at an undisclosed I love time, this. and you know, I get one to 250,000 people live when I go live to tune to, in. To, to mm-hmm. No, bullshit. I get like <laughs> 12 and 15. And it's not even a big deal. But I'll bring one of those people on. I'm going to call it shirts with strangers. And I'm going to ask that person, where are you from? What do you do? Because in every different part of the United States, apparel fits that differently. I have seven designs in progress right now uh, with with guys that are uh, ideas that I've had kicking around in my head and I'm I will we'll say it right now. Picture picture this. A two-story total, total residential a, a a woman hanging out of her two-story window. Probably a little bit risque, maybe covering herself a little bit. A BMW in the driveway. A guy that kind of looks like me with a beard and hair and sunglasses with his club strapped to his back running down the street being chased by the husband in a suit with his tie flapping in the wind. This is an idea I've had for like two and a half years. <laughs> and I found a guy named Dan Graves. He's out of Pennsylvania, maybe. Freaking brilliant at design. Um, and the caption, it's, it says bump and run. Right? So, <laughs> oh, dude. I, I just got oh, approved I like this afternoon and it blew, it blew, it. It blew me away.
2: Can dude, I, it's, can I wait sign up for a pre-order? It. It's,
0: freaking, it's so, I'll text it to you it's insane but there's probably there's probably six five to five to seven more designs like that that are getting worked on right now that i can't do but i don't want to take all the credit for it so that little section on my website is going to say shirts with strangers it's going to be those guys that make these come up with these ideas or they can help me with the design we're going to throw it in we're going to throw it in there because that's a separate part that's like a community right that's that's people, mm-hmm. that's other people other than Josh at Dirty Bird Golf coming up with either the concept or the actual design that need that recognition. And I'm going to give it to them.
2: That's cool stuff. That's really cool, man.
0: Yeah. That's a, I, yeah. I haven't seen anything like that. I'm, I'm a big fan that of arena doing things differently. Anywhere. And I don't awesome. need all the glory. The glory can come from the people, the more, the more talented people than me that can put all that take somebody's idea and put it together. I can do it if it's words and like vector art and all that kind of stuff. But hmm. the, the, the real talent, the real stuff I can't do. So those guys get all the credit. I know and what I want with, with any dirty bird, that awesome. I, any dirty bird article that I put out needs to be a conversation piece. If somebody can't walk into a, a bar and see a guy wearing, sipping on pin and juice two put Shakur, <laughs> Something that's inspired by like (laughs) like my Santa Cruz logo, right? When you first look at it, it's going to take you back to that. Like when I see that Santa Cruz logo, I can hear the polyurethane wheels on a street, like grinding down. You know what I mean? So when it takes you, if it takes you somewhere, and it's a conversation starter and a conversation piece, I'll put on the website.
2: So yeah, funny. I mean, funny story because we you were mentioning you were going to launch Masters Week. So that was our goal for this year, actually yeah. me and Mark were trying to launch master's week. Um, obviously that did not happen, so we ended up um, launching in March um, our podcast officially but um, yeah we kind of kind of got rolled yeah. with punches there for sure
1: yeah we we launched we la- launched no one ever does this right We launched a month early. Um, we were just trying to build up a bank of episodes, not knowing that the world was going to go into extreme chaos, um, and try to launch with the golf's most prestigious event. And then we get the word that every government and every state is shutting down. So we're just like, you know what? The world needs us now more than ever. So we're going to go live. (laughs) Um, we're going to, we're going to launch a brand new podcast and, uh, and just go with it.
0: Yeah. There's, um, what I found out through Dirty Bird is that when you have your product, and your guys, in your case, your product is your podcast, right? And it's kind of your baby, and you mold it how you want it to sound and fit and all that. Yeah. The market doesn't give a shit. Nobody cares. <laughs> when you launch, so how you true. launch, what, what, what T-shirt, what hat, nobody cares. So don't overthink it. The biggest thing that I tell – you know, there's a, the biggest thing I tell is just come up with something different, right? And your guys is your guys is niche. Your guys, what makes you guys different is that you have a golf yeah. podcast, but your dads, right? I'm a dad, and so people can relate to that. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit about timing. Nobody cares when you launch, how you launch. Nobody cares about Ooh. how many giveaways you do. Nobody cares about that, right? It's it's a matter. Can you put out a cool product? And if you if it's a cool product, it might adapt it might appeal to some people and it might not appeal. That's okay. But keep doing what you're doing and keep grinding at it because eventually something's gonna click and somebody's gonna pick up on it and be like, Yeah, hell yeah. You guys have something. Breakfast balls have something a little bit different, a little bit cool that I can relate to. Keep doing what you're doing because at the end of the day, social media, nobody gives a shit. Everybody you you you're gonna Everybody compares themselves to like an influencer or to like somebody that has two million followers and be like, "Look at their life! Everything's great. They get br- they're at- they're on the Nike swoosh staff. They're on all of this kind of stuff." But meanwhile, they go back <laughs> right. to their one bedroom studio <laughs> apartment with their five cats. Oh, it's so Nobody fucking cares. true! It's so fucking
2: true. Nobody, <laughs>
0: oh, cares. it's hilarious. Nobody cares. Don't compare. Yep. Don't compare your skeletons to somebody else's perceived. Lifestyle—that's
1: great words, right oh, there. Oh
0: shit, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's good. But it, it, it unfortunately, and, and it's almost kind. Of, and that doesn't stop with Dirty Bird. That stops with your kids, right? Because if you have kids that are on
2: yeah, TikTok, man.
0: Instagram, Facebook, and all that kind of stuff, you have we have to teach our kids. Look at what people put on social media is not real life. That is a fantasy world that they're putting their best their yeah. best face for their, their best picture. You could go take 300 pictures <laughs> and they hate every one of them because they have a pimple on this one and their yeah. chin looks fat in this one or whatever the case is. There's going to be one out of that 300 that they're going to post and be like, this is that's who right. I am. That's great points.
2: Are. I mean, we got, so that's right? one of my biggest worries is that dad and you're, you're going through that right now. Cause you got, your kids are older. Mine, mine are five and two and Mark's got a three-year-old and a, a seven month old. Yeah. So, you know, like, I don't have to worry yeah. about that so much. I will. And it's probably going to be more advanced and more, you know, it's not going to slow down. So, you know, trying to curtail and be prepared for that type of world, man. Um, that's scary stuff. Yeah, to say,
1: Josh, you're living in it, right? You've got one teenager, two about to be teenagers and trying to deal with whatever the fuck these kids are doing with their phones and, uh, Holy shit! I I I got a seven month yeah. old. I'm just trying that, that he doesn't crawl and kill himself. in you know, a three month old or a three year old that now yeah. has turned into refusing to nap, which just she is a raging. She's just I won't use the oh, word. I won't use that, that started, word because that started. That started the no nap. Oh yeah, she's in the I will not uh-huh. nap phase right now. Oh god, and dude. she is just a ra- <laughs> She's a raging alcoholic, and she doesn't drink. It's 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 just a nightmare. Yeah. Oh, just she's a just she's just and cranky then, uh, and you know. But I'm not dealing with whatever the frick these kids are doing with uh, po- social media posts and sexting and God knows what else. <laughs> um, yeah, good 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 fucking luck. I I, I don't know what to say.
0: <laughs> it, no, it it it. See, and, and my wife and I have been fortunate when my when we hit mm-hmm. our first our first Ryan. My wife's an esthetician, so she does facials and, like, day spas and all that kind of stuff. Well, she went on her maternity leave the day that she dropped Ryan, our oldest daughter, off to the babysitter. She calls me at lunchtime and she goes, I can't do this. And I said, you know what? Go pick up Ryan. You won't have to work again. (laughs) No idea. I mean, $40,000 in Southern California is nothing, right? And so... So she went and picked her, my wife hasn't worked since 2005. So there's an element of being able to be home, to drop the kids off at school and pick them up from school and help them with homework and then coach their soccer teams and all that stuff. If you can, the best piece of advice I can give as far as like parenting, especially with husbands, because the, the wives have kind of a different role. They have that motherly nature to them, but the dads, if you can stay, in contact and you can separate have you know have a good work-life balance then maybe it's a you kind of minimize the damage right my daughter we didn't give her a phone until her nice 14th birthday she still she does not she has an instagram account because she thinks (laughs) it's hilarious and i watch her oh i'm sorry tiktok um she does this TikTok. We're dance. learning We're, to guys, do. we're you learning You know what TikTok it. is? Uh, yeah, we. we, we so geez. we use this. Wow, well, you haven't. No, I'm. You guys, I agree. You guys with haven't that. learned shit. Wait, <laughs> no, till your, wait till your daughter. Wait till your daughter is doing it, and she's like, "Hey, Dad, come try to do this dance with me." And I'm like, <laughs> "Are you? At, no, I have like, I'm the CEO of Dirty Bird Golf. I can't be found doing this. You know what I mean? Like." You know, but it, it it is. I mean, you have to protect yourselves. Yeah. I mean, you have to yeah. protect your kids as much as possible with all the crap that's out there, right? And and my daughter has friends that they've been on on Instagram and TikTok and social media platforms for a year and a half, and they're doing these pictures of themselves and their midriff showing and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, you guys have no idea about the predators that are on the other side. Yeah. Yeah, that's where our mind goes right it's uh, of all the crap that can be exposed by just one picture right you can look at bring that into our world one girl posts a picture in you know in her swimsuit look how many times it gets reposted by all these repost accounts i sat yesterday and i saw the same picture of the girl in the new york yankees jersey chips a ball out of the elevator into the hallway five times in a row like I'm not going to name the accounts that it got reposted by but I watched the same video five times by five different repost accounts and so yeah dude it's it, it, it it's scary the kind of you know what, what our kids are ex- not only exposed to but what they're yeah. ab- what they have for access sure, to man. right for sure and So,
2: yeah it's, it's, uh, crazy. it's not
0: slowing down either. A lot of, I, I, a lot of my good, good friends are like the bartenders and people that are at that, mm-hmm. at that golf course. And so, you know, I don't, I'm a big believer that you don't kind of toot your own horn a little bit. But, you know, a lot of these guys you get to sure. know at your golf club, right? And they, they take care of you and you make sure when you're, you know, your Bloody marys exactly mm-hmm. how you want it. Your clubs are clean when you're done. And so I've been, my wife and I have this. When I get a paycheck, we reserve funds to bless people, and um, it could. I think it's a hundred bucks a paycheck. And so for those, that hundred bucks for the last two months or one month or whatever that we've been on, on lockdown, my these guys like, and I've been Venmoing a lot of the uh, Eagle Glen uh employees that you know either make my bloody mary exactly how i want it or they clean my clubs or they just you know kind of take care of the the people that you know that that Mm -hmm. work at the golf clubs that you kind of have a special relationship with and we've been sending them money just to kind of help supplement because a lot of these people that work especially in the restaurants they've got very minimal income coming in so to be able to to kind of you know i'm I'm actually. Uh, that's awesome, like yeah. I told you guys. Yeah, my dad. That's crazy. Really crazy, awesome. So I'm, uh, that's
1: that's really cool stuff. Awesome story. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah definitely. Right, Josh,
1: the the real All right. question. All right, what's your handicap?
0: Uh, how much? Uh, how much money's on the line?
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's your it's your weekly game yeah. with your buddies. The guys that know um, you The
1: guys who you're playing with tomorrow. What's your handicap?
0: Yeah. I, I I keep what? it around at twelve, but if I say twelve, I will be called out to be like <laughs> bullshit. You're you're a seven, so I can go out. <laughs> I can go out. Yeah, so I I can go out and shoot. You know, I don't know. I can go out and shoot mid seventies tomorrow, or I could be just a complete disaster at a ninety-two, and you know I lose twenty bucks. But we uh. <laughs> We do. We usually do. We do. We do sixes, right? Is that what they call sixes? I don't know. I don't know sixes. You, but go you, ahead. you, you, sixes are like one through six. Oh, you're yeah, with. Yeah. You okay. Oh yeah. Oh, never I switch partners. Never mind. I know. So sixes. I know. You know. Uh, I'm
1: a, I'm an idiot.
0: I'm an idiot. Yeah. A. So okay. we we do that, and uh, we do a skins game. We have one buddy, his name's Adam, and Adam is a big-time gambler, and so anytime Adam plays, we actually will pay, but we're all, we're all, <laughs> and we usually take Adam's money, which is why we're like, yeah, Adam, you owe me 150 bucks. And Adam, he's like, Adam right. you're going to play today. Yes, <laughs> Adam, you're in, dude, you're in. I got rent tomorrow, you're in. Um, but no, we uh, it's we we play for fun. We usually play with a handshake and then sushi later. Well, sometimes we'll be like, hey, why don't you uh, we'll play corporate card roulette? So whoever you know, we'll go have three hundred yeah, bucks worth of sushi like, after the yeah. round, and whoever lost has to throw the yeah. corporate card down. So we're we're lucky enough to have a corporate that's cool. card. That's real cool. Yeah, nice man. I, you know, I have a buddy that uh, we take my son or my daughter out. And he takes either his son or his daughter out. Nice. And he spends all the time yelling at his kids on what he thinks they should do or what club to hit or their swing path or all that kind of stuff and yells at him. And I'm like, Oh my dude, shut up. <laughs> and so that kind of the Arnold, was it Jack Nicholas? His, his dad said, Hey, here's your, here's your grip. Here's your feet. Here's how you aim. And you figure everything else out. Yeah. Right? That's the, best, that's the yeah. best advice you can give is just like, hey, here's your grip. Here's how – make sure you rake your bunker, mark your ball, stay out of people's way, be aware of where other people are and, and, and kind of teach them that side. Let them swing however they want. If they want to swing 110%, they'll figure out eventually, you know, that they need to swing 75% or oh, whatever it is. Like let them play their own game. But don't tell them what the what they what you think they right. should do.
2: You know what I mean? So, yeah. No, let your let your kids let your kids bodies work and let them be athletes and let them have fun, man. If you're if you're not doing any of those, they're not going to enjoy it. They're not going to want to come back with you. Yeah, true, for sure. Very true. Yeah, yeah. My son, he'll he'll hit. You know, we took him out a couple times last year. He hit. He'll hit a couple balls off the tee. You know, he'll miss the first five swings, and then he'll hit one good, and he'll feel he'll feel awesome, and then he'll go play in the bunker. <laughs> you know, and we'll, yeah. we'll we'll let him play in the bunker right. while we're putting out. You know, I don't I don't give a shit. You know, he's yeah, having a yeah. good time. He's just just out there on the course, yeah. experiencing it,
0: and that and that's his golf, right?
2: If yeah. his golf is I'm gonna
0: make one good drive, the best thing is to do is to encourage him, right? Yeah. And, and, and you know, is tell him. And that goes with any sport. I I coach soccer for forever. I mean, I coached club soccer, high school soccer. I I I coach. And the best thing you can do is just enjoy the time that you have because you guys right now have young five year olds, seven month olds, and all that. I have a fourteen year old that's staring high school in the eye. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm an you know I'm not I'm not cool, <laughs> with that, right? So. It is incredible that I would never be in the position where somebody says they grow up so fast. We're not talking about them growing from diapers to four foot seven to five foot one. We're not talking about it. They're talking about how their their brain works, how you know how they perceive things, and how you can really, as a dad, influence how your daughter looks at not only you, but other men in situations and all that kind of stuff. You guys have an incredible opportunity to be like, I love the hell out of you. I don't care if you go playing a bunker, but the golf rules are (laughs) break the bunker when you're done with it, but teach them like, and and it goes with anything. It's like, you're going to be 17 years old and you're going to go to a party. And what people do at a party is they drink, they go be stupid, they listen to music they shouldn't listen to, they have conversations they can't listen to. If you need to go do that, go do that. But same thing with a bunker. How you end that activity is you call me and I come pick you up. If we need to stop at Jack in the Box on the way home, (laughs) we need to stop that you guys, like I've been there. I told my son because they're getting homeschooled and all that stuff, and he's like, I want to go play Xbox but he hasn't finished his homework and all of a sudden we found out yesterday that he hasn't been doing assignments for like a week and I'm like dude I'm the worst student you could ever imagine there's no lie that you haven't told there's nothing that you're gonna get by me that I haven't <laughs> mm-hmm. thought of so just get your shit done and it's the same yeah. thing raising kids nowadays and I bring this back to your guys' as the overall theme of the podcast which is you know, m- you know, teacher, teacher kids, the biggest responsibility of a dad is to teach people, like, look, at, we, we're an open book. If you need help, if you think you made a bad choice, still come yeah. to me anyway. Right. If you get, if you get shit withheld from you, from your kids, it's devastating because there's a gap there where you haven't, they think that I can't come to dad or I can't come to mom. Right. So, the, the biggest thing is to just love on them. Let them do what they want, how they want, because they're going to eventually right. figure it out,
2: you know. But um, That's yeah. awesome advice, man. That's good stuff. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for this episode of the Breakfast Balls Podcast. If you like what you heard and like learning from our mistakes, please subscribe. Also, if you're on Instagram, please follow us at breakfastballs.podcast. Panda! Let's see! Hundred standards black X6
0: Panda Wait Candace Wool Danny Salad Candy
2: Man I'm with the macho like Randy
0: I got a lot of stuff where you know my I run everything about my wife first and so my buddies I'm like what what do you
1: Yeah
0: Oh disgraded yeah smart yeah. smart man <laughs>
1: We've we've, uh, we've run into some trouble uh, with not Instagram that, of posting so. and yeah, not, not so, letting yeah. your wives preview and yeah, we know what not
0: to post anymore. Boys, so so have I. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you why, how I learned the lesson. You guys maybe tell me, how did you guys learn the lesson? What, what, I mean, we're open forum here. Let's you guys go and then I'm going to tell the story because I've been talking too much.
1: Chris. Yeah. T- tell, tell them the one, tell them what you posted the one day that sent just shockwaves through the family. <laughs> That sent us trying to answer questions
2: oh yes this this was the second this was the second one right yeah there was there was a couple they let slide without really telling us directly you know so we're like indirectly they're pissed off about it but not really telling yeah. us. but this one it was the eastbound and down one right mark yeah so probably I were, one I know of the best series the show <laughs> and down of with, television uh... ever oh yeah Yes. All right, so you're you're in our wheelhouse here, Josh, and uh, it was um, something about a meme I put up about um, you know the wife complaining about us coming home from golf like after nine hours smelled like a bar smelled like like a cigar and just bitching and then it's the scene when Kenny Powers does like the safe sign and says (laughs) silence ho. to to, back to the wife and i posted that without really even thinking about it like i would never talk to my wife that way not really not really directing that at our wives by any means it was just kind of caught up in the you know getting the getting the likes on the on the meme and getting some followers and building a, a fan base for us and uh, that did not sit too well Ugh. with the uh, oh, it was, it was, it, it, was a, it
1: was a targeted attack so on, that, on both I'm trying to get <laughs> I'm trying to get both my kids trying to get both my kids to take we a trap we got trapped. I come down, finally getting both, and I got my wife the first thing she So we need to talk about your social media presence. And I'm like, What? What are you talking? At this point I know exactly what she's talking about because I was upstairs with my phone putting my kids to bed. Right. And she's like, uh, the stuff you're posting is disrespectful to women, to myself, to your, to your sisters-in-law. And I'm like, oh, fuck, Chris, what did you post? You know, yeah. look what you started. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I, I run all our yeah, social I, media. I didn't throw you uh, under the bus. i so just like, yeah, it's, it's, all part of the, it's all part of the game. It's all part of the bit. Uh, It has no direct correlation to you whatsoever. And she didn't buy that one bet.